Ah, we did it, Maureen. We did it. Dan, 2017 is in the rearview mirror. Dan, 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 be careful. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. It could have a plan. You don't know what it could do. I I understand that I'm poking the bear. Don't poke the bear. But I just want I just want to draw it out. I want to feel that we survived, Maureen. This year literally tried to kill members of our family and here we are. Actually, it did kill a member of my family now that I think about it, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah, it did, actually. <laughs> but other other members of my family made it through. Ah, I think we've earned it. I know it's a few days before, but Maureen, we earned it. We have earned it. You know what? This year has taken a lot from every single one of us. And it's okay here at the end of it all to just look back and say, fuck you, 2017. We're still here. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Warren Johnson. And I'm Dan Sinker. Ah, it is, uh, it is, this, this podcast is coming out just mere days before, before the, uh, before the end of the year. And most podcasts, at least the ones that I listen to, are taking this week off. But we are not, Maureen. We're here. We should reveal that we're recording this on the 23rd of December, a fact which is very relevant to how we are today. It's true. Because the both day of before us, Christmas Eve is not a um not a relaxing day. We both went out into like the world and shopping and traffic. I did so, you did so around Chicago and I did so around Philadelphia. And it is um it's a little mad maxi out there. It is it is um two men enter, one man leaves in every store I went into. Can I just tell you one thing, Dan? I was driving around and I saw right near the shopping center was a big old like giant four by four. One of those things that's bigger than life. Like a monster truck. Like a, sort of, yeah. And it had a, as a decal, but not even a monster, smaller than that. So like less, because that'll matter. Like smaller than that, but like an oversized four by four. And across the whole back window was one of those massive cling decals. And oh, it said yeah. pussy magnet. Wow. And it was big. It was like three feet across. And uh, I marveled at it for a while, and I thought about it as I was driving around, and I was like, well, I'm definitely home in Philly. And then I (laughs) I was trying to explain it to my mother while we were at the bank, and we were at the bank doing some legal paperwork, and my mother, who is a lovely, wonderful, caring person, but also a little uptight, was already fairly uptight in the bank, and to sort of distract her while something was happening i said well i saw something interesting and my mother is also very proper and um when i was 15 then someone gave me a denim skirt and my mother took it away from me because she said it quote made me look like a streetwalker it Whoa. came down to my knees dad so like my mom is like fairly a Mormon streetwalker yeah like my mom um 
you know, she's uh, she's very I, I she she would kind of rock the Duggar lifestyle, except she doesn't do any of those things. But like the modesty and sure. So I was trying to explain the pussy magnet. I was like, but I, I'm very bold now because I'm an adult, and I just like, and it said pussy, and, and but I blocked out the letters when I tweeted it. So it said P dot 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 Y magnet. And she stared at it for a while and said, potty magnet? Potty magnet. And I looked at her and I said, no, it doesn't say potty magnet. And she said, well, I thought it was about that thing you told me about Trump. Because I played her our 12 Days of Christmas recording and she didn't know about the P tape. So I Whoa. also had to explain the P tape Man. to my mother. And that then I had... Yeah, there's a lot of that's a lot of parental education going on right there. I, I had to explain the P tape. I had to explain the pussy magnet. She said, "Well, you know, because Trump has that potty thing." And I said, "It's not what it says, Mom. It says pussy magnet, which is sort of the other Trump thing." And she said, "Oh, wow. These are all conversations I've had over Christmas." Man, Merry Christmas! Nothing like heading home for the holidays. Well, my mother's name is Mary, so it is a very Merry Christmas. Man, there you go. There you go. You know, you were talking about the truck decal. I thought you were going in another direction. Uh, uh, a woman in Texas a couple of weeks ago got pulled over for having one of those big whole back window truck decals. Yes. Have you? And it says, fuck Trump and fuck you for voting for him. <laughs> she Just, is enormous and there's also a middle <laughs> uh, finger overlaying the fuck trump she's part. wonderful and uh she got pulled over and the sheriff of the town is named troy nels and so uh once she was released she had another decal made that she added to her back window that now says fuck troy nels and fuck you for voting for him <laughs> Uh, she's wonderful. <laughs> and there was, I saw a, a, a newspaper news org uh, photo of her and her husband, and both of them were also wearing fuck Trump t-shirts. And I sent it to my wife and I said, this is our relationship goals. <laughs> she, she is my spirit animal. I love her so much. And it's people like that, that just inspire me because she is down there probably in some town where she's got to deal with shit every day. And she's just out there. Living She's her truth. She's just going for it. And just, you know what? She is just doing it to the max. And I, I, we salute her. We do. Yeah. We do. Oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's been an eventful couple weeks, Maureen. Sure. What? Uh, things have been happening, Dan? A few things. Really? A few things. Yeah, we saw, uh, we saw the tax bill get passed. After oh, can't After wait. almost not getting passed, and then, yeah, you're, are you making a windfall off oh, this thing? Sight, Dan. I'm obviously very excited for the uh, my extra um, $15 that I'm going to get once everything else is... And then, I'll, of course, everything else will be stripped away. Um, yeah. But as long as, honestly, I really feel like pretty much as soon as you give the tax credit for private aircraft... Really, we're going to see that immediately coming back down to most of us. That's me, that's the first yeah. thing that kind of comes down. Yeah, it's going to be definitely. Yeah, it's good. So it's, it's 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 helping everyone. Give money it's to helping the rich everyone. and absolutely deregulate everything, and it'll all sort itself out because that's the way it works. Sure. That's yeah. totally it the way it great. works. Really it seems idea. great. I um, I, they passed it, of course, 
as as they have attempted to do with other things that did not pass. Uh, this one they they that did pass, they also passed it in the middle of the night, and uh, I got to watch it. And Maureen, let me tell you something. I am forty three years old. I spent uh, most of my twenties, or all of my twenties, uh, running a uh, punk rock magazine, and that is not a lucrative career, uh, though it is a very fulfilling one. And I, I, I now uh, am a, no longer as close to uh, oblivion financially as I was back then. And man, when they tax passed that tax bill, I, I realized that I will never not escape like my brain from when I was like 23 and any minor calamity would have sent me into real financial dire straits because uh i had just like heart palpitations while that was going it was no good it was no good that that part of my brain will never leave even if i even if i no longer am that uh that broke all the time yeah i feel like 2017 has finally turned me into someone like i i've come through i'm emerging as a butterfly and i am ready to eat the rich oh yeah Oh yeah, like yeah. in a in a real palpable way that I I mean I may have thought it before, but I'm like, oh no, that's actually who I am. Yeah, definitely. Like it's like, time to eat the rich. Yeah, like googling what spices are best. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're doing they're just doing a great job. They are going to be um, they're going to go down in a giant column of fire that you'll be able to see, not from the moon down, but from like Jupiter. When this is all over. I hope. I hope, Maureen. I hope. Dan, I feel I feel good. Like I feel I, I feel pure of spirit. And I feel like I'm holding my, my sword high. I'm done. I'm I am I feel clear and I'm blinkered and uh very I feel very educated in terms of things I took for granted and never and all the things I never saw. Some of that fog is falling away, and it's it's time to change how I it's live, true. how I think. So yeah, uh, to the max. To the max. I very much want to talk about the clarifying nature of 2017 and the influence of 2018, but Maureen, I have to talk first about one other newsy item. Okay. The most says whoozy newsy item possible in the last couple of weeks, which is Maureen, Disney World's Hall of Presidents, which has been closed since January and which there have been multiple behind-the-scenes rumors, including ones that came directly to us over the various infighting involved in trying to relaunch... A beloved attraction that features every president in robot form actually reopened with Donald Trump in a speaking robotic speaking role. And Maureen, there was... I was really bummed when I read that. You tweeted to me. I think I tweeted you approximately 25 threaded tweets of just the word no in all caps that got smaller and smaller yeah smaller but then maureen i saw the robot yeah. 
And I realized that they did an amazing thing by reopening the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> because that robot looks like a sack of ham. <laughs> and they included kind of comically small hands on it. And a super long necktie. This is the melting monkey Jesus statue of animatronics. It's, yeah. It's, um, it is a supreme act of trolling. It really is. Because you can't make something that ugly by mistake at Disney World. I have a lot of questions, Maureen, about this. Like, it, it opened with no pre- Pre-warning. They opened it, they soft-launched it on a Monday, and then it opened officially on a Tuesday, which is super weird. Like, I went back, and I looked when the when the Obama robot was debuted. There were, like, multiple news orgs that had been allowed behind the scenes, like, that reported stories from uh, California where they actually developed the robot before it went in. Like, it was a, it was a whole to-do. And this was, like, essentially, oh, yeah, it's open. Nobody noticed. You know, like it was clearly done in a way that would draw as little attention as possible. But the most interesting detail, because they did they did redo the show. Apparently, the projections are a little bit different. Uh, so they had to do a bunch of stuff. But one of the things that they did, Maureen, was they lined the stage with spikes. I'm not exaggerating either. They are like little metal spiky things so that clearly they were like, someone's going to try to fucking jump on stage. Oh, right? yeah. Like we need to deter uh, people from jumping. Like this is such, uh, it is beautiful. It will not last. I don't know that I will make it to Disney World before they shut the Hall of Presidents down, but I think also I would like to. More than one person has has noted that if you look at that thing closely, it looks like the Yankee candle version of Hillary Clinton that's been left in a hot car for half a day. It's like a it's like a slightly melty, but it also looks even more like Peter Boyle in Young Frankenstein. One of the things that I love about it is not only is the face weird, like the face is fucking weird and the hands are tiny and the tie and all of that, but the whole thing is really oddly proportioned like the legs are too long and like these are people that can make a fucking good robot oh yeah right like and it turns out that his measurements were supplied by the white house so the only thing that i can think is this is how he looks in his head this is amazing like they did not they did not bring a tailor in and measure him and suddenly come up with this weird too long legs, slightly too short torso, very wide, but not very deep. Like, I mean, it's a weirdly proportioned thing. Um, that is totally him being like, no, make the legs longer. No, make it make it wider. People can take out some of their frustration by beating down the animatronic. Rise up against our literal robot overlords. Yeah, just. And not and Disney, if you're listening, you know we love you and we don't want any problems on your attractions. But we also know that you don't want it there and that you're looking at us and we're looking at you. Yep. It's like you're telling us to do it. And we 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 heard you. We definitely we heard you loud, loud and, and clear. clear. Yeah. So gosh golly, 
We made it to Christmas 2017. Yeah. We're in the shoot. We're in the shoot. New Year's is near mere days away. And let me tell you, don't let the fucking door hit you on the way out, 2017. Yeah. We have to... Uh, I'm still very much considering the New Year's Eve uh, exorcism. Oh, you need to. Live you need to. Yeah. Yes. Now yeah, start building the altar when I get home. Periscope that shit. Yeah. Feels right. It is. It not, not only feels right, it is right. Dan, we... Have you had more thoughts about how your 2018 is going to be taken to the max? I have. I have, Maureen. And I will, I will tell you, I will tell you that this has been easily, 2017 has been the worst year of my life. <laughs> like, easily. There's not a single year that competes. And I have not always had good years. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, my dad died and... Uh, my wife was diagnosed with cancer and is still in the in the process of beating it, though beat it she will for sure. We've been assured of that at this point. It's been a fucking hard ass year, right? But um, one of the things that is interesting uh, 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 that emerged out of the cancer thing was we um, pretty early on we were like, you know what? Like we have a two year old, we have a twelve year old, we have lost touch with a lot of people that we didn't want to lose touch with, and we you know, we reconnected with a ton of people and that part has been amazing, including just like, you know, folks from chapters of my life that I haven't seen in a while and like artists that we used to know and stuff like that. And that has been, that has been awesome. Like there was definitely something about the awfulness of 2017 that forced, it, it, it was a forcing function toward clarity of mind. Um, otherwise I think I would have fully, fully lost mine and, and, I think a couple of things to me is like in 18 is like one, I got to just double down on spending the time with people that like bring life to me and, and uh, really make sure that those people are first and foremost on the list of folks to, you know, be spending time with. But the other thing that was interesting is like, we've um, a bunch of friends of ours uh, from back in the day are printmakers and we've been hanging out at, their studios a few different times and all that and like man the like those broke years in my 20s those were all spent at spaces like that and uh i realized wow i really missed that shit yeah those are um, good places yeah you know like just like dirty places with a bunch of equipment that you can just do shit anyway one of my big things for 2018 maureen i'm making art again yeah i made art in a long fucking time i'm gonna make some art hell yeah i know i'm pretty excited I'm pretty excited. I've started sketching ideas. I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a series of prints. I'm pretty excited. That's great. I know. Can I give you? Can I? Can I paint you a visual of one? Yes. It's gonna be a big, uh, very bright yellow. Uh, I think I was looking at paper sizes last night. I think I can get a, a 28 by 40 sheet of of bright yellow paper, and I'm gonna silkscreen P tape in the middle of it. <laughs> That's great. I know. I'm going to do a series, and I'm going to call it the Hope Series. That's going to be one of them. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Like, I honestly, like, 2018, Maureen, it cannot be a fucking repeat of this year in one way or another. No. Got to fucking take it to the max. To the max. 
But I know something about you, Maureen. Yep. And how you're taking 2018 to the max. One of the ways I'm taking 2018 to the max, which I revealed to the world on Twitter the other night, just quietly, hopefully, you know, sort of no, no one was looking. Um, I am getting married. Because Yay! 2017 is made of bullshit. And uh, I live with a foreign person um, who is English. And, uh, you know, it's that we just thought, you know, with Trump in office and all, just, you know, many complicated things happening in the world. Getting married felt right, but also just like a good, like, let's do it. It was always a little complicated. We have families in obviously two different countries separated by an ocean. A lot of complicating factors. And also, Dan, uh, as a person... I, I don't know if you can believe this, Dan, but I'm not a bridal kind of person. Oh, really? No, I'm really not. I'm surprised. Really? <laughs> I have... Uh, it just really seems like your thing. I just have very strong feelings about the bridal industrial complex, and uh, those feelings are that I hate it. Um, yeah. And I know some people love it, and I don't want to poop on anything people love, because some people are like, that's my thing, that's my jam, I've always wanted a big... I love all that... It's okay because, like, for example, I'm a big Christmas person. I love all this stuff. You know, like, we can all love the things we love, but I really hate it. And um, so we're not doing any of that that garbagey stuff that I don't like. And, again, you may love it, so it may not be garbage. But to me, I'm kind of Oscar the Grouch. I love trash in this situation. And I tweeted the other day that sort of my dream would be to have, like, Oscar the Grouch or Cookie Monster at the wedding and... Someone, I think, is trying to reach out to someone at Children's Television Workshop. Oh. And I am so excited about this. I am beside myself. this needs to happen. This needs to happen. It would be... My feelings about Sesame Street are so deep and so, like... I know a couple of people over there. I truly... It is the entirety of the happiness of my childhood seems to be wrapped up in memories of Sesame Street. Like, I love it so much. That is awesome. That is great. I got two books coming out, getting married. And also, like you, Dan, I feel like I've been on a treadmill for a couple of years. And I'm not super good at um, balancing life and work. Like, I, I want to be in touch with people all the time, but I have some kind of, there must be a, a psychological word for a kind of fear of not having enough time. Or if I get in touch, I won't be getting in touch the right way or you know, I'll somehow let them down if I like reach out and then I don't reach right. You know, I get nervous. Yep. This yeah. Stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Really, all I ever want is to be around people and they don't know it because I don't tell them because I get so nervous and wound up about it. And then I get so busy and I'm like, I don't have enough time. I can't do this work. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then I freak out and I got to put all that aside because 2017 has taught me that all I really care about are, are the other significant others in my life. And that's human or animal. And that's it. Like, I don't, Dan, the other, last night, turns out there's someone in the neighborhood, like right outside the neighborhood who was a fan of mine. And one of our friends was like, do you mind just going over and seeing her? Oh my God, that's awesome. Well, yeah. So I went over and I talked to her for a while about books, but this house is full of dogs. They were all boxers and they had a three months old boxer puppy who was entirely made of warmth and snuggles and want nothing more to be held. Oh my goodness. Like a baby and sleep on my lap. And I am still thinking, it was a 24 hours ago, Dan, and I can still feel it. You know, it's that, that is, 
Oh, it was so beautiful. I'm, I, I just, I'm floating thinking about it. So that is, yeah. So I think our two of the maxes, and I also used to work in theater. I like a grungy space, just like an empty room. I do. You know, like I a do. big empty. They're full of possibility. Yeah. I'd like to work yeah, in a barn no. or something, just like a big spot. Yeah. You know, everybody listening to this, um, oh, my, uh, two of my friends have said something very funny about listening to this. They said, we feel like we're getting to see you by listening to this. So, you know, it's, we, we like to think that all of you are actually our friends. We're all in this weird little group together. And I think in 2018, Dan, we're probably going to get weirder, you and I. Like, we're not, it's not like our brains are going to become more together. It's not like we're going to feel less jangled. I think 2018 is the year to get really weird. I'm in. That was a long, I, like, circuitous way of saying yeah. that. Why not? What's, what do we got to lose at this point? We got to get weird. Yeah, I'm in. I'm done. I'm done with it. You know, uh, many years ago, I taught. I'm actually looking at a photograph of me right now uh, that had been taken right after I taught. I taught uh, journalism classes at a college here in Chicago. And um, for some re deluded reason, I decided I needed to wear a shirt and tie. And uh, yeah, none of that. None of that, Maureen. Oh, no. 2018. Let's get weird. Super weird. Take it to the max. 2016, we thought we were going to make eight little episodes and tie it up in a bow. 2017 was the year that we um, we progressively lost it from from the time that we restarted and turned on the tape recorders and um, unspooled slowly all the way down the line. 2018, we're taking that. And we're claiming it and saying, this is who we are now. We're super weird and we're taking it to the max. Man, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. You know, this is a thing. I'm a, I'm a publicly embarrass you right now. What's happening? That I was thinking of just the other day, actually. You were talking about how like you have friends that, that listen and they're like, it's like we're hanging out with you. And that's nice because we don't get to see you that much or whatever. I realized, Maureen, I probably talk to you more than almost anyone in my life. I'm sorry. And other than the, the my direct family, no, it's great. I the these every two weeks, though we have certainly s slid down a a ladder of 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 holding it together over that time. It's good. These two weeks are good times. It's good chatting. It is good. It's like our therapy. It is. It is. But yeah, it's interesting because like, you know, uh, when we first started, we were very scripted, right? And we uh, we stopped that and just kind of turned on the turned on uh, turned on mics to just kind of process. And now like, yeah, it's loose. We get loose. Feels feels loose. Yep. We, we sang songs together yep. two weeks in a row now. Yep. Those of you who have not yet heard the 12 Days of Trump Miss single that we released. Again, it's really something. having to explain the P-tape to my mom was just, you really have to know my mom to know how remarkable that occasion was. Of Now, what happened, Maureen? Well, they say, you know, I explained MI6 dossier, 
unsubstantiated but possible, etc. That he went to a hotel in Russia and had a hooker urinate on him. What? Why? Well, well, mom, <laughs> some people enjoy having other people urinate on Oh, that's awful. No. <laughs> it's true. It's a thing that happens. No, Morty. No. Well, that's why they call it the pee tape. And this happened? Well, we don't know. But we all hope that it's out there. The pee tape is sort of like our Santa. We believe. We believe the pee tape will come. We we pee leave. We believe. And on Christmas, if you're good uh, and you've you've done all of your resistance work and you've you know you've 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 gone out there and you've you've told people to go fuck Trump, if you're very good on Christmas Day, you'll come down and you'll find it's probably gonna be on like VHS or something. It's gonna be kind of wrapped uh, up in dirty newspaper and it will just say uh, for you on it oh, and you'll unwrap it and you'll go does anyone have a vcr does anyone have it and you'll eventually find a vcr maybe like a like a like a thrift store or something you'll plug it in and you'll it'll pop and you'll stick in and you'll hit play and it'll be grainy but it'll be clear and you'll see him there you'll see his rng face you'll see the straddling hooker and you'll see and it won't be like a, a shooting stream with an arc. It'll be kind of like, like a trickle, Dan, like a gentle rain in the springtime. And you'll you'll see him there, and he'll, he'll probably have his mouth open, Dan, and uh, he'll be naked. It'll be it'll be horrible to watch, but at the same time, you'll know that you're. It's like watching a a, a wilderness special. You're you're seeing something disgusting but beautiful, and. You'll feel something being born inside of you. I believe, Maureen. I believe. Says Huvian, she just... It's silly. You just have to believe. But I believe. You just have to believe in the P-tape. You just gotta believe. Uh, I believe. I want to. I want to believe. So it's like the X-Files and the Miracle on 34th Street mixed together, but man... I'm right there. It's also one of those things where it's like I want it to exist so badly and I know that I will watch it and I know I will immediately regret watching it, but I will not regret the fact that it exists. No, absolutely not. I do. I do have great foreboding. You had to explain this to your mother, who's a grown ass woman, um, she, you know, sheltered from the, the wetter sides of life, but certainly a grown ass woman. I when it emerges, if it emerges, I have to explain it to a twelve-year-old boy. I honestly think that would be easier than explaining it to my mother. Also, I remember my mom seeing someone wearing a pair of leggings and saying, oh, "Maury, could you imagine if I wore leggings?" This is what I was dealing with, Dan. Wow. Yeah. Well, you really um, you changed her life, Maureen. I have. I've explained many things to her, but. Having to explain the pea trape has, has been a real Christmas miracle. You shared a Christmassy moment. Yeah, I, I never thought that I would have to explain golden showers to my mother or what a pussy you know. magnet was. This is what 17, 2017 brought us to, Maureen. Potty magnet? Potty magnet, Mom. It's a potty magnet. Yeah. I like that, that, like, I kind of imagine the, like, 
Jeopardy song going in her head too while she was piecing together the uh the letters the missing letters actually the mental math she did was much more complicated magnet because she was like p dot 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 y well she did tell me the potty thing the other day so maybe it's about the potty potty magnet it wants to be peed on that's actually a much more complicated situation so i mean i have to give her points for at least applying knowledge and trying to work out she very hastily assembled a mental conspiracy wall. Yeah. She, there was a lot of yarn unspooling in those moments at the grocery store. She reminds me of me when I was a kid and I forgot my show and tell object. And what I showed, I, I, I stood up very confidently and said, I've decided to show you to this week my arm. And I told them what my arm did and I showed everyone my arm. It's that kind of like on your feet thinking that we excel in, in the Johnson family. Man. Yeah. That's a that's a that was a good that was a good scam you worked there. Four years old, Dan. I was out there grifting. Good. Yeah. Grifting, Dan. Because you were show and telling for money. Yeah. Also, I used to just make up stuff if I forgot. Another time I remember I forgot and someone's like, it's show and tell. It was kindergarten. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I didn't say, oh, shit, because I was in kindergarten. And I ripped a twig off a tree and I took it in. And I was like, this is a snake stick. And the reason it's all bent is the baby snakes crawl on it, and that's what bends it. <laughs> oh, Dan, I've always been I a... Wanna, I want snake sticks to be real. I've always been a day late and a dollar short. I want the P-tape to be real, and I want snake sticks to be real, Maureen. That's what I want in 2018. Those are the two things that I need to be real. And those are the things you shall have, Dan, and then we shall all go to Disney World together and watch them haul that piece of shit Trump statue out. And then we're going to watch oh, them God. put it I would pay, in a car crusher. I would pay like an extra an extra ticketed event to watch the that robot be removed. I just had to take a deep breath. I was very moved just then. Yeah. Because we will go. Do you think 2018 is the year we're going to be going? That says who will say goodbye and we will all end in a beautiful trip to Disney World. God, I hope so. I had a thought. We ha- I had a very interesting. So uh, there are a number of photos that have gone around from various statements that Trump has given from lecterns over the last month or two of him drinking water from a water bottle. Um, have you seen these images, Maureen? I have. Like I, the best, the best description that I think if people haven't seen them was somebody tweeted, this is straight up how a raccoon eats garbage, mm-hmm. right? Like just two hands right next to the face holding a bottle of water. It's a very strange thing to watch. And um, I I made mention on Twitter, like this, of all the things that perplex me about this man, like the water bottle drinking is moving rapidly to the top. And uh, somebody actually had a very plausible belief, which is... He either has undiagnosed or untreated diabetes. And uh, so he has numbness in his extremities. And that, you know, this is, and it also explains why he's so thirsty when he's talking, which he's getting more thirsty. And uh, that was very, very interesting. And it did, it did give me a moment. And I'm going to try to word this in as clear away as possible so as any ears that listen to something like this would misinterpret 
uh, it's that they will not misinterpret in a way that will have me visited by Secret Service agents. It made me wonder if perhaps before he leaves office for the number of shifty criminalish things that he he seems to be involved in if his health may not take him out of office before he doesn't seem like a well man for real like gen- he does not seem like a well man and like he you know we have discussed at length on this show before his predilection for eating insanely not great for you in volume food items like his double big mac double filet of fish meals um and my wife today was like, yeah, but you know what? Like, th- th- this is how he lived before. But I think he did not subject himself to this much daily anger. No, I mean, people age. Uh, the presidents, they they go, they their hair falls out. And they, you know, Obama's hair turns gray after a year. And that guy was playing, he was playing basketball and eating healthy foods all the time. And was that was thirty years younger? Yeah, they they literally had like fresh vegetables yeah. in their backyard. I you know it was funny because I when I saw my doctor the other day, my doctor who was um, saved from death. Um, I don't know if I discussed this on the oh, podcast. Right. It like literally put on ice and then revived. Yeah, my doctor who had a, a massive heart attack on a German train platform and was revived and kept cold and saved in a miraculous way. He's sort of up on the on the play, around the area of Manhattan where Trump's doctor is, and I was asking him about uh, Trump's doctor, the guy who looks like a Simpsons character. And he's like, "Oh, that guy is probably." He's like, "I don't think that guy's practicing anymore." But he's like, "Because I said that's not how doctors write letters." He's right, and he's like, "Well, no, <laughs> that's we we don't say things like probably going to be the healthiest president ever." Like we give stats and so clearly we know nothing about his condition before he's in terrible condition he eats garbage food and he has a stressful job and you know you can be a very healthy 70 but he is not a very healthy 70 no no he uh so yeah that was i feel like that is that is a possibility in 2018 that you know, we all look to kind of Mueller or hope that the and that's you know, not a that wish. I mean, elections. That's not a no, no, no. But it's no. It just it, it's it, a reality. It feels like a factor. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, it just yeah. Again, we're speaking specifically of his health. Yes, it's that he's uh, not um, not leading a very healthy lifestyle while doing a job that is notoriously high stress and. And hopefully that will not happen. And, and and in the many possible ways of him leaving office, that is one that just had not occurred to me at all. You know, was just like, oh, that he, he is not a healthy man. He is not a healthy individual. And we don't know anything about it. And there are just weird things like this odd water bottle drinking. And the fact that he says things that are not super... Coherent. It feels like there's some processing errors going on. Yeah. So, or he just he gave a speech the other week that he started slurring his words by the end of it, which was some people attributed to to him having dentures, which would also be a thing we don't know that he has, uh, and them slipping out of his mouth at the end, and they were kind of rattling around. But you know, who knows? It's it's 
it's a true mystery that I that I can't help but think will become a little bit more into focus in 2018 as well. He may sort of be falling apart before our eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, Which would be understandable. Like robot. I would fall apart if I was the president. Oh, without a doubt, I'd last an hour. Yeah, maybe. I would. I would have the vapors, and I would fall to the floor and roll under a sofa. I, the, you know what would find me? The Roomba. I'd get hit in the face by the Roomba. <laughs> the official White House Roomba. The, the, yeah, the White House, the Oval Office Roomba. It's good, for, Ro- honestly. Roomba Force One. Yeah, Roomba One. Funk, funk, funk. Something under and then the Secret Service. Something under the sofa, sir. And then they'd look. And it, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. The phone keeps ringing. I don't know where any of the countries are. And I don't know anything about mineral exports i want to go home i want to and that would be me i mean part of it is you have humility so there's that you're willing to accept the things that you don't know uh you usually usually yes he doesn't he doesn't have that issue no anyway (sighs) he's not well i don't think he is well. well but neither are any of us now no and this is the thing also like uh, we can hope that you know that he's removed from office in one way or another we can hope that the pta emerges you know it's it's good to have hope but i i feel like maybe i did a little too much hoping in 2017 and and 2018 maureen i'm living i'm living to the max right and we want to know we want to know how you, too, says Whovian, are living 2018 to the max. We called this out on the last episode, and we are calling it out again. Give us a call and leave a voicemail for how you're kind of taking back your existence in 2018 and how you're living it to the max. Give us a call at 312-715-7057. We will compile these and play them back either in a special episode or over a couple of episodes, um, but we we love to hear your messages 312-715-7057 and when you did that you really did sound like we were doing morning drive time radio hey it's morning to in the morning hey peep it's whip them off wednesday whip them out wednesday i also have been seeing lots of bumper stickers around here for whip them out wednesdays so um do i want to know what that it's is pretty much what you think it is dan I would assume because it's Philly, that would mean everyone whips out their Wawa hoagies on Wednesdays and eats them. Well, that's one way of putting it. Oh. Oh. No, no, it's the late, it's the lady one. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's something. It's nice. It was in the same neighborhood that I saw the pussy magnet. So I was like driving around just feeling pretty cool so, about so your stuff. mom lives in a place that has whip em out wednesdays but you had to explain golden shadows. she is not aware of the whip em out wednesdays because she does not listen right i don't listen to that sort of stuff but my mother also says things like well, we just didn't do that you know like we weren't we didn't live with people and we did she's very scandalized and i was like mom you are from the 60s you guys invented this stuff she's like no we didn't do it back then and i had to explain to her that what the 60s was hmm there's a lot of yeah dan there's a there's a reason i'm the way i am well thank your parents a lot of a lot of forces joined up to make me (laughs) 
<sighs> you may hear in a moment my baby Zelda chiming in on this because she's been lying by my feet like an angel throughout this whole recording. She has been having some side effects of chemo the last couple of days. So um, she has been very, very brave. And tonight, job, she, I cooked her up a big pot of fish and potato mush, which she loved. That's awesome. So, um, and she's been sleeping, and she's, she's a really good... She loves it down here. She loves rolling in poop and smelling smells. Who doesn't? And, and living to the max. That's so. right. That's another one of my uh, one of one of the art prints that I want to make in the in the Hope series. It just says, "At least there are dogs." Hell yeah! I'm serious, Maureen. I was an artist once. God damn it! I'm taking it back you st- to the max. Dan, you still are. You always have been. And I was a weirdo once, Dan. It's coming back, I'm taking it back. Yeah, you've definitely yeah. not been a weirdo for a while. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for that to come back. Yep. Also, I just want to mention before we end that the other day, my friends, John and Hank Green, who are wonderful, uh, they're known as the Vlogbrothers. They're known as many things. Uh, John is an author. They've created Crash Course, and I don't know. They create a lot of stuff. Annually, they do a thing called the Project for Awesome, which raises money for a bunch of great charities. And it's 48 hours of videos and live streams, and they raise like millions of dollars for charity. It's amazing. But as a joke, when I was on the live stream, I said, someone gives $10,000, I'll fly, I'll just go to Indianapolis, and I'll break into the DFTBA office, which is one of their, their company office, and I will steal the cardboard cutout of John and send it to the person who donates. And uh, someone immediately donated $10,000. That is amazing. For that purpose. So... um I didn't think that was, I was kind of just saying it off the cuff, but that is really happening. And so at some point in 2015, I do have to just show up in Indianapolis unannounced, bust into an office, and steal a flat version of John Green. Let me tell you something, Maureen. I know you have a busy first half of 2018 with a couple of books coming out. If you need someone to plan this heist. Oh, it's going to be big. I may. We're going to get in there. I know. I know, I, I'm not even exaggerating on this. I know one of the most world-renowned lockpicks. Of course you do. In the, in the world. Of course you do. We just, we just need a couple of photos of the lock outside there, and he'd be in. I'm not this, even kidding. This is so to the max. Do they, got, do they got electronic surveillance? I know a guy. Listen, I need a couple spies from the inside. Some king's men will let a couple things slide, and we'll find out. Yeah. Oh, Maureen, we could make this happen. 2018. My car is entirely black. It basically looks like I'm doing crimes whenever I drive. I imagine so. You just you sort of like a sad, like looking like a kind of punk Santa in an all. I, I imagine there are no lights or anything, and just they're not. Kind of we we ride stealth. Yeah. Yeah, I could be your wheelman for sure. I've driven through Indianapolis before. Listen, I'm going to talk to you. Talk to you off mic about this because no one can know. That's true. That's true. Well, they don't listen to our podcast anyway, so. They might. And also, people do that would get back to them. So, like. Ah, that's, damn it. It's a very. Hey, you know, all of you, mum's the word. Yeah. 
The eagle flies at dawn. Yeah. Well, then. Maureen, we did it. This is the last says who of 2017. And uh, I will put up on the feed if I do get my stuff together to do my streamed exercises, which I will very yes. likely do. I think it's an, it made me feel good last year. You got to. You I think got I do. to. I need to see that if no one else. It's very beautiful. Exercise the shit out of 2017. Fuck this year. So we'll put up a, I will, if that happens, I'll put up a little note and a link to that and everyone can come and. We'll expel some of the demons and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, I'll do it early enough in the evening that it shouldn't interfere with any of your plans too much. Or you could just watch it on your phone or something if you're at a party and be like, just need to get my quick exorcism in. It's true. Ah, well, Maureen, 2017 has sucked ass, but it has been a pleasure to record Says Who with you. 2017 can eat my entire ass, Dan. Oh. And then some. And then some. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck it. 2017. Fuck it. Now, if you're looking for something to eat, just want to say Blue Apron. I don't think they've ever had an entire ass as one of the boxed options. It's unlikely. Um, I did mention that it does look like most of when you look at their site, I'm, again, I'm pretty sure the cups aren't full of urine. It just looks like urine. So I just want to emphasize that Blue Apron is not telling you to drink hot piss with their meals or any temperature. Some delicious meals that really, again, I'm almost definitely sure they don't want you to drink hot piss with them or tempered piss or anything. Our theme music, Maureen, is performed by Ted Leo. I mean, it is sterile. Ted you... had an amazing 2017, but I bet you he's taking 2018 to the max. You can drink it. I don't think it's going to hurt you because some people do drink it, but um, I don't think that's what they're saying. Our logo is designed by Darth. At Darth on Twitter, what a 2017 that Darth brought to all of us through their amazing Twitter antics. Oh, boy. Pickled Hopefully. Beet. Grilled Darth cheese will sandwiches in 2018. Pickled beet grilled. I'd eat that. I'd eat a pickled beet grilled cheese sandwich. Again, that's about 30 cents worth of ingredients. So if you want a couple pieces of bread, a beet, and some cheese, Blue Apron will sell it to you for $10. That's a real um, short savings. Our mm. Facebook mm. group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's probably a discussion about fishing in Stardew Valley happening there right now. And Oh, for sure. Speaking of Facebook, if you want to get in contact with us, you can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter or slash Says Who Podcast on Facebook. And that will bring you to the ever-growing and exciting Facebook discussion group. You can also email us at hey, that is H-E-Y, at com, And if you are looking at the Blue Apron website, as I am right now, on the week of January 15th, down at the bottom, they have some delicious-looking mushroom and Swiss cheeseburgers with roasted potato wedges. But honestly, look at it and tell me that those aren't cups of hot piss in the background. But the burgers look great. I just, I just wish someone would sponsor our podcast so that we couldn't do this we're anymore. We're going to get a sponsor, Dan, and we're going to get a sponsor by... Just really putting ourselves out there 
and showing what we can do for their brand. I'm all about brand representation. I love branding. Branding is my favorite. Branding is just so pure and wholesome. Oh my God, that kale and ricotta quiche looks like someone barfed into a pie crust. But it's probably good. I'm sure it is. It looks delicious. We have some more potato uh, tacos. Maureen, hmm? if we're going to represent a brand, yeah. I'm going to represent the brand of Truly Devious by Maureen oh, Johnson. Oh boy, here we go. The new mystery series that launches... January sixteenth, twenty eighteen. How did you know that? Did you just did you just look that up? I've I tattooed it on my arm a few okay, weeks good. ago. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your new book comes out, Maureen. If you feel like pre-ordering it, I don't know why you Do would, it. but Do if, it. You, if you pre-order it from Blue Willow, it. and last time I said it was in Boston, no, uh, which was just me, Houston, Houston. I I somehow I got yeah, all my stuns confused. Yeah, I got my stuns confused. And Blue Willow, Boston. It, uh, ah, I just did it. You see, don't say wrong things. Just say it. Blue Willow, Houston. Oh, how am I getting these words mixed up? I wanted to use a Houston bookstore because of the Houston floods, and I love Blue Willow. And that is, and so if you pre-order it, you get a signed book and a sticker. You just there's a link. You just go to their site and you say pre-order it, and then you get a signed book and a sticker, and they send it to you. And they're super, super nice people. Like they really it's are. Great. Yeah, and then I'm you're, so excited for your book. I well, really am. I'm genuinely excited for your book. Well, I, I'm, I'm excited about the pre-order only in the sense that I can push some sales in the way of some great local bookstores that, you know, when you buy local, that's, it supports local business. It supports independent, re, uh, independent bookstores and just a, a Houston business is, you know, awesome to support. So if you feel uh. like doing that, like if you're like, that's, and also I'm going to have a certificate up that, you know, I have it that you can print it out. So if you want to give it as a gift, uh, it's too late. But like, if you're like, I need to give somebody something, I don't want to you give them the piece of paper that says you pre-ordered it and be like, look, I pre-ordered this for you. It's awesome. You are truly kicking off 2018 in the right way to the max. Maureen's book comes out January 16th. Our next episode is January 10th. Oh, we should just do an all Maureen's book episode. That Blue. episode. Apron sounds no. like Blue Willow, which is another thing, but it's not. They're different. They are. Blue they are different. Willow is a bookstore in Houston, not Boston. Blue Apron is a meal in a box service that you're not supposed to drink hot cups of urine with or any temperature. And a reminder to all of you, says Huvians, we want to know how you are living 2018 to the max. So give us a call at 312-715-7057 and leave a voicemail and we may feature your voicemail in a future episode of Says Who. Again, that's 312-715-7057. Got traffic on the ones. Did that sound like I was in a radio thing? It sounded like a person who used to run a punk magazine dismally remembering the sound of morning radio and just talking right through your beard um yeah, trying that's to, what it was you're just not you're not i can't see you just trying to get people to listen to taylor swift i could i could probably get people you want to can i hear that swift. i'd like to hear some let's shake it up's pretty good okay can you sell it you know, we're gonna play some shake it up 
Um, up next, we have Shake It Up by Taylor Swift. How'd that do? Uh, that was Wedding DJ on Volume. All right. I'll take Which it. Is that it's not better bad. than normal. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. 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 Better than Funeral DJ on Valium. I don't think they have funeral. They might. Man, they should. Oh, boy. I want to f- DJ my funeral. On that on note, note. Blue Apron will cater your funeral. <laughs> from my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. I'm from a back bedroom in a house that is somewhere in the area of Philadelphia with my dog about to put a bunch of balls on a Christmas tree. Had to explain to my mom what what golden showers were. I'm Maureen Johnson. Happy holidays to you. Happy 2018 to you. Yep, we're almost there. We are almost there. You can see it in sight. Grab it. Take it. Here comes Shake It Up by Taylor Swift. And never get blue apron. It's food that comes inside a box with too much packaging. And it's easier to go to the store and get these stupid boxes. Blue Apron, a better way to 2017.